Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. Then I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows that were on that channel. My deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the wheel of shame which has all 113 shows that we will be studying (sighs) hi kate hi i love your speech every time you know what it just gives me a little pep little pep it gets me (laughs) in the mood it it reminds us why we're doing this we are researchers and brings me a lot of joy so that little spiel every week, um, it's just just gets us started, just gets us revved up, you know? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Um, I'm ready as well. Do you have a little drinky today? Oh, I see something. What 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 do you have, Kate? I have a local beer. I haven't mm-hmm. tried this before, this particular uh kind. This is from Austin Beer Works. Shout out. Free advertising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, free uh, please please <laughs> send us free beer. It's a hazy IPA called Invisible Hand. Oh, love. You know, that's actually a good idea. We should start just plugging stuff that we want. So beer. <laughs> like all of what our favorite. I, <laughs> I know. I'm just, we'll make a list of all of the stuff that we love and only plug that. And then hopefully we get sponsorship. That would be, that would be great. That's American spirits and beer. <laughs> That's our brand. Exactly. Um, well, I'm having a little gin again because it's all I have in the house. It is not mixed. There is no, there is no early 2000s Red Bull. I, I really, I want to do a little PSA. 
Okay. I was having... <laughs> I... <laughs> I got excited about the sugar-free Red Bull. I thought it was bringing me some, I mean, mild stomach discomfort, but also I thought there was a little bit of energy there for when I record, Kate. Um, there was an incident. I had one. <laughs> I had one. I think it was like last week. I was, I will, I'm going to say violently ill. I was violently oh ill. Like for, I felt like I had had no alcohol, but I had half of a sugar-free Red Bull and I just thought my organs are shutting down. So I quickly just drank a ton of water, put the rest down the sink, and I think I need to give it a rest. I think I need to That's give. That's probably for the best. I, I think it wasn't, I wasn't going down a good path with the I sugar-free had some, Red Bull. I had some this past weekend at South by Southwest. And... I felt terrible. Yes, of course. I got. I was. I went to the bar and I was like, "I'll take a Tanqueray and tonic and uh, a no. sugar-free Red Bull." Oh, and even saying it is like, uh, yeah, it's terrible, right? You. Have, I took you... a sip and I just immediately felt mm-hmm. disgusting. Like, yeah. I mean, my body was very angry with me. It really was. So anyway, we don't have that, but I do have some gin and <laughs> some soda water. Okay. So we want to get stuck in, guys. We have our two show. We're doing two shows this week. Kate, why don't you start us off with our first one? All right. Our first show is called When Skin Goes Wrong. <gasps> London-based dermatologists Emma McMullen, Dev Shaw, Adil Shiraz, and Natalia Spearings. I did not practice those, and I hope I didn't butcher Outstanding. them. Outstanding. Outstanding. Will provide an inside look at the dermatology clinic where they help patients with their skin concerns. Okay. Now, listeners, you may think, oh, have, are we repeat? Did the Wheel of Shame fail us? <laughs> did it fail us and repeat another show? No, it doesn't. You're going to feel that a lot with TLC shows. Yes. <laughs> but you didn't. This is when skin goes wrong. We did previously, I think it was episode one or two, we did... Um, Save, Save my, my skin. skin. That's it. Save my skin. Is it essentially the same show? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> but, um, you know, we have new people and new um, unnerving observations. So um, I, can, I, can I dig into this, please? Yes, can I start? Ahead, please. So first of all, when this came up last week on our Wheel of Shame, I got excited because there is anyone that's listening from England and all of my friends and family back home better be listening. Um, But you will be familiar in England. If you turn on like ITV, which is one of our channels, it may be your you're wasted you're home from the pub and it's like two o'clock in the morning there's always some weird american with an english voiceover like car chase shows right so it's just about police chasing people that have stolen cars down motorways and there's always one narrator that does all of these shows in england and he talks like this everything (laughs) is punctuated so when i and there's always titles like um you know you know, Britain's craziest car wrecks or something really horrific, right? And it's, the narrator always pronounces it the same way. So when this came up last week, I was I could hear the narrator just going, when skin goes wrong. So I was expecting something, a lot of like zoom in, zoom out. Uh, it didn't happen. It was basically just when, it was just like save my skin. It was another 
um dermatologist office that we go into and they just bring in people with you know issues obviously with their skin so what i want to talk about is we were blessed in the sense uh, the wheel of shame you know i don't want to put it out there that i have any anger towards the wheel of shame they it already has brought us some greats but it also really really helps us because of the two shows this week we had one that had a billion episodes and this one luckily only had three kate Mm -hmm. i'm sure you were as happy as i was when you saw that right i think there are two previous seasons but they just weren't available perfect so great great yeah so when i saw three episodes i was like wonderful um Mm -hmm. i want to begin by the the names of the three episodes kate first one whoever is once again if you want to hire me to just write puns, please, please, because I would love to. Whoever has this job, you're very lucky. The first one is called People Like Puss. People Like Us. Second one is called Impossible. I mean, they went for puss again there to use in the pun, which, you know, was Could a choice. Yeah, it was it a up. choice, but maybe they just had a hard week. Third one, Totally Obsessed. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That was good. It was re- it reminds me if anyone is listening and Kate, I'm sure you've seen it. Um if you're a Portlandia fan, there is a great sketch where um they work in a place where they just do bad puns for like restaurants and companies and it re- every time like I was reading this I was like, yeah, it's just like that Portlandia sketch. Um so anyway, those there were only 3 episodes and Every time, you know, it's the same thing. So it's a dermatologist um, office in London and they have the doctors that you that you mentioned, Kate. And um, it's just every week, it's just a couple of people come in and they have the same kind of thing. If they they uh, meet the receptionist who we shall talk about. They um, meet the receptionist, they go back, they have a consultation and zooming in of... Things that create great nausea, great nausea in myself, and I'm sure in a lot of people watching. Um, and then, uh, you know, they cut it off or squeeze it out, and that's the end of it, really. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, Kate, I don't know if you were around food or had eaten, but if anyone <laughs> wants to lose a few pounds they're about to eat, watch this show. You will not have any hunger. It was... Ugh. Maybe they describe really they describe everything as cheesy like cheese kate don't i could there was stuff i couldn't even write down i just like i mean i do fast forward most of these shows that i watch but there was po- this i fast forwarded because the, i was feeling so ill with some of the descriptions which leads me <laughs> to go on about the fact that i don't know about you kate but we met these doctors right so we've got dr natalia dr dev dr emma dr Ad- deal yeah i think that's that and i am convinced that every single person that works in this office including the receptionist including the assistants all have a fetish is it just me or were they getting sexually aroused <laughs> i'm gonna go on a limb and say they were all sexually aroused while they were popping pus out of people's backs it was a big difference between, say, Dr. Pimple Popper, like, oh, yeah. it's coming out. And yeah. they were they were interviewing these doctors and they were just, yeah. this one woman just shook her head and goes, I love puss. She <laughs> loves it. And she was like, <laughs> and she was like, 
Kate, Kate's going to be doing a lot of uh, English accent work during this first section of the show. Just, so uh, just a little uh, notice for everyone. And the, the, no, you're right. They were all, and I swear to God, you see them when they're picking this stuff out. They're like, I swear to God, they're licking their lips and like, oh, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm sorry. So that made me then go and um, look up if there is sex, if there is a term for sexual arousal, sexual arousal. <laughs> Sounding so very English today. Um, sexual arousal um, for picking, and there is something called pickerism. Um, I looked it up per oh. Wikipedia, which is obviously the most reliable source. Um, and but I have heard about this before. It's a sexual interest in penetrating the skin of another person with sharp objects. So Whoa. it is basically everyone that works at this dermatologist. Is this office on that fancy street, by the way? I think it's Harley Street. I do. I do believe it was Harley Street as well. Um, I mean, honestly, you... We're not exaggerating when we see this. The, the doctors describe this stuff. And obviously it's all TLC editing, but it's all like, oh yeah, it just gives me so much satisfaction. Do I enjoy when the pus goes everywhere? Yeah, I do. Oh, Does it yeah. feel really good? I love it. <laughs> you just like, calm down, dude. And um, I will just want to do a, a, just, a little, just a little caveat that picorism is... There is more to it. It's usually associated with extreme injuries or death. So I will oh. move. I just, <laughs> that okay. part I cut out. So it's used, there's examples of like Albert Fish, um, Andre uh, Chikatilo, the big serial killers that would do that. So, I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not associating these <laughs> these professional dermatologists <laughs> being serial killers. I'm just saying the first half of the explanation of what pickerism is applies to them that's they, what i'm saying they were at a fork in the roads in their youth and they were like yeah i really want to do this mm. how can how can i do this but help people I mean, oh i and, know and, and have and earn a fortune but these seriously so the whole show is we start off and i am we're every they do the same thing every week so you have this the patient come in and they meet the receptionist take uh, i just want to take a second to talk about the receptionist please do his name's russell and there is not a scene where he doesn't have a bow tie on and is that bow tie fetching oh yes it is russell starts the show every week because he greets these patients that come in and you know he he is trying to squeeze every millisecond out of the greeting that he possibly can. This is his time to shine, Kate. He He's going to put was... it on the reel. Oh, God. Even though it just starts with his back. <laughs> just, and, his, and his hand coming over, just shaking the patient's hand. Yeah. But I can't. Russell was a star in the making. And you know you know he was at the bars the night before going guess what god guess what bitches i'm in a new show tomorrow <laughs> so i've got to go home early and pick out my bow tie which he did effortlessly and he looked fantastic but he i mean he, he to be fair he's probably been at theater school for about four years you know training yeah. for this moment um so anyway we're always greeted with russell just having mm-hmm. the so why are you here and what's going on i'll take you back to the doctor yeah. um 
And then we have, I'm looking at my notes here. I just have fetish written everywhere because all of them do. Oh, yeah. So we meet Dr. Natalia first. She's American, but you can tell she's got that accent where she's been in England for a long time. She Well, no. she was born in the Netherlands, but she, I, I researched oh, this. Oh, always, always she showing was... me up, Kate. Always showing me up, the research. Like, just let me up my glasses. Well, <laughs> well, actually, uh, she lived in Boston growing up for 13 mm. years. So basically mm. American, but then she moved away from America again. I see. Yeah, because I could hear. I was wondering, Not... like, why she was, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. Um, not a glove to be seen. Not no. the initial. It's just like, because uh, we noticed this with, um, I'm getting all these, sh- save my skin. Yeah. The initial consultation. So someone sits down and goes, uh, all right, love. Yeah. I've got like a massive growth, like coming out the side of, uh, my, my hip. And Dr. Natalia's like, okay, uh, let me, no, sorry. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> can I, can I touch it? <laughs> oh, can I, uh, can you take your shirt off? I just really, I, I, I just, I'd love to see what that looks like. I'd love to feel it. So, seriously, we're not exactly, you need to watch this show. These doctors, and I'm questioning by the end of it if they were even doctors because they were sexually aroused constantly from squeezing shit out of people's bodies. So, well, anyone it, can become a dermatologist, remember. <laughs> rem- so. Now, let's not forget, Kate was on the path. And when I say on the path to be a dermatologist, she Googled how much they make and how long it would take to become a dermatologist. <laughs> you can still do it, Kate. You know, I Anything mean, if you're into pickerism, you could do this, love. You really Anything could. It's possible. You were so close, Kate, to becoming a dermatologist. It just, but you know... There's still time. All I'm going to say is there's still time. If you want to do this, if you're interested in pickerism, but you don't want to get sent away for manslaughter, murder, think about taking up this profession again. That's all I ask of you. I mean, I could probably have my own practice by the time I'm 60. Work for yeah. five years and then retire. It'd be yeah. perfect. That'd be perfect. Exactly. Um, so we see someone come in, Dr. Natalia, and she says in her you know, solo interviews, quote, I'm a bit of a picker. And they're all just like, all these doctors are like obsessed with just touching. Look, and you may say, well, that's perfect. That's why they got into dermatology. But I don't agree with, I don't think if you have some fetish where you just want to like scrape people's backs with your fingernails. You, wait, have you ever popped people's zits for them? Remember when, see this, we're going to repeat a lot of stuff because it's cut, they're basically the same show. But when we were doing Save My Skin, I had mentioned I never had spots or zits when I was younger, right? And um, I'd listened to my hero, Ricky Gervais, talk about this as well. Like he never had spots and zits when he was growing up, but he loved, oh, right. he loves like picking stuff. And he goes, I wonder if it's because I never had spots or zits and that's why I like doing it. And I'm the same. I okay. love, I don't like, like, like popping, popping zits sounds just really painful, but I like picking stuff. Like I love oh, picking okay. scabs. I love picking like anything like that. I'm totally into. And I like, you know, maybe scraping skin or stuff. Very satisfying. Or like a sunburn peeling it. Oh, yeah. dream. That yeah. is dream. Yeah, that's, that's dream. Okay. Um, I, I couldn't remember if that. you were a picker. Definitely now, a now picker. I, now I remember. So then I'm basically a dermatologist. I could be a dermatologist. It's all it is. It is. Um, but yeah, so anyway, they, yeah, so she goes in, she says that, and then this one guy, the first guy, the doctor, we won't go through like all of the people they meet because there's about three or four an episode, and some of them, I found out, Kate, a, apparently a lot of people have head cysts. 
like how are these three episodes there was like five people that are just cysts on their head yeah and the lady with the one in her cheek oh yeah in the cheek but these are on people's scalps on their scalp. i didn't know there were so many like people that had cysts in their scalp there was a lot of that yeah but this first guy comes in and he said um that he had stuff he had something on his back and it was all basically it was either um cysts or they were lipomas lipomas is that how you pronounce it kate yeah lipoma, lipoma. yeah yeah, yeah um so anyway this guy comes in and dr natalia is like oh how long has this been going on and like a long time he goes and sometimes when i want a real good scratch i get one of those pasta spoons and he goes and i put it down my shirt and i just sit there and i scratch it all she's like and he's like but don't worry don't use it afterwards and she's like "Ah, okay let me touch it so then she goes in no gloves obviously to inspect it all then she gets him on the table gets the um anesthesia put into him puts on gloves you'll be happy to know when she's injecting patients but she starts cutting open this shit this cyst and she's like oh i swear to god she goes this is a good smell and then the cyst explodes onto the floor and parts of it land on this guy's baseball cap that he's wearing yeah and she goes, oh and- didn't she say oh Oh, I should have worn a mask today. Yeah. I was like, you think? That's so sick. How long have you been in practice that you don't even wear a mask? It exploded on the floor. Like, no shit. And TLC, of course, replayed that. They replayed that, like, twice. You see it burst it. I'm sorry. The money shot. It is the money (laughs) shot. It is. Anyone that's listening, we should have put a warning, K, actually, beginning of this. If you're having lunch or you're listening to us on a lunch break or... (laughs) having your morning coffee i really apologize because maybe you want to just fast forward to the to the next show but um it you see it exploding and it's landing on the floor and they're just all having a great time all all having a great time and it also reminds me this show just reminds me again how polite my people are i mean you wouldn't know it listening to me but i mean with (laughs) (laughs) we are very much i'm just going to sum up the english like this you're at a restaurant, you get served the incorrect food that you, that you, it wasn't what you ordered. The waitress comes back two minutes later and says, how is, and, and the, no, the, and then the food gets put down. You say to your friend, oh my God, I can't believe this arsehole couldn't even get my bloody order right. What a knob end waitress comes in. How is everything? I was fine. Thanks. Thanks so much. That's the English. <laughs> we just are we don't want to make a fuss but we will say horrendous things usually and then be annoyed but we get over things very quickly i think it's i don't know what it is we just we're not going to make a fuss but we will have a fight in a pub but we'll be over it in a couple of i it's it's there's a lot going on yeah there's a lot going on with those but these people are lying on these beds getting stuff scraped out of them and constantly it's stuff like oh stuff's cut. how are you doing fine thanks are you sure you're okay and this person is evidently in pain they're just like fine thanks just a typical <laughs> english response every time everything's fine everything's fine thanks um we go on to dr dev and i'm quite i'm just gonna sound quite attracted to him dr dev comes on oh yeah yeah star of the show as well now i don't know if dr dev got together with russell and said we're gonna be the fucking stars of this show russell get your bow tie on (laughs) you you and me man 
yeah this is us we're gonna get a spin-off we're gonna make we're gonna get i'm gonna get my own practice <laughs> russell stick with the bow ties dr dev is life and soul of the party you would think he's probably someone i bet that breezed through medical school i'm sure he was partying and having fun but was just like a genius and was able to just sit all of exams dead easy he's just having a great time always laughing always having fun um very attracted to him i'll just say that again in case you're listening <laughs> dr dev um so, so he has this assistant okay i don't know if you picked up on her her name was cherry now it's not what you think guys this isn't some buxom blonde maybe stereotype cherry was i would say in maybe like middle-aged and i'm convinced she's completely in love with him and dr dev is maybe in his late 30s early 40s she's Mm -hmm. like maybe 50 something i think she's in love with them she's very stern and you just see her constantly behind him and i feel (laughs) like she's one of those characters that's like i'm here to protect him i'll protect him whatever dr dev needs but she's madly in love with him i just got that vibe off cherry yeah, she was ready to dive in front of him if any of the pus was coming into his face. Oh, she was like, yes. And you know, you know, she's watching for all of these patients that come in that fall in love with Dr. Dev. No, no, mm-hmm. no. No, you're not getting an appointment today. Shuts the door in their face. That's who Cherry is. She <laughs> loves Dr. Dev. Um, so basically, there's just him being, he's dead cheeky all the time. Um, having a laugh. Um, someone tried to remove a cyst from their own head with a Stan- <laughs> with a Stanley knife, and he thought that was hilarious. I mean, I <laughs> I don't think any of these people are doctors. I don't know no. if TLC got like upgraded PAs. Maybe they paid for actually like you know RADA trained actors for this. But I something kate was going on dr dev was laughing away he loved it so it's basically dr dev being cheeky um tons of spliced with time delay shots of london and a ton of red buses and then i don't know if if you notice dr emma she concerned me you familiar with dr emma Uh, i know kind of blurred into one i know I, I know what she looks like, but I I didn't watch as much as you. There wasn't a lot going on in the eyes. I mean, I think when we talk about pickerism, and I told you what I think pickerism really leads to, or what it does, what is really the definition, I think she's more on that end of the spectrum. She's playing the long con. There she's she's was biding her time. something going on with Dr. Emma. Not a facial expression. Um, <laughs> I, I worried about her a lot. Um, I also loved, Kate, that throughout this, they would have the patient's name say it was like Gary. And Gary came in because he had a ton of boils. So they'd have the, they'd have the shot of Gary coming in and him doing his like um talking headpiece right. and it's it just says gary and underneath they just put boils they just... <laughs> name affliction it's exactly what it was every single time gary boils um <laughs> so there was the woman that got rid of the cyst on her scalp with a stanley knife De- talk to dev loved that one can we talk and, can we talk yeah. about amanda 
Which one was Amanda? Amanda was the older woman with lipstick on her teeth who was giggling the entire time. Dr. Deb was digging. With Dr. Deb. Yep. He was digging and digging this lipoma fatty Mm. stuff out of her stomach. And it just kept coming. It felt like I was watching him do it for five minutes. And she giggled the entire time. She, she once again having a great time with Dr. Deb. Dr. Deb was laughing as well. And and when Kate is saying digging stuff out of her stomach, it's not an exaggeration. This woman, she's, she had some jazzy hair going on. I'll put it mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Some interesting eyeshadow eyeliner combo. She was from the north of England. And she's lying back on this, this bed. <laughs> and Dr. Dev is at her hip, like her right hip side, and she had a large lipoma, so it's like a big, round, soft kind of dome thing. And he is yanking what can only be... I mean, how do you even describe what's coming out of her body, Kate? It's like birth. It's... Chunks of raw chicken. Sorry, I know you're. Vintage. Oh God, you know what? I really, I don't know how much more we could go with. I'm we, sorry, I won't say anymore. Yeah, we've got to be careful because I'm. I, I mean, know. sorry, it's a lot. So anyway, he's digging all this stuff out of her side. She's laughing away, <laughs> and it's not like she's on. She's just like, and this is so English as well. How's it going? Oh, it's fine. Yep, everything's fine, doctor. I loved how she kept saying doctor. I loved that. Doctor. It just... was really kind of old fashioned English of like everything's fine. Cough for doctor. You know, it was very. <laughs> I really liked it. You'll have to remember that for you and Doctor Dev's role play. Yes, absolutely. Call me Doctor Dev. Um, so <laughs> she's lying there, and yeah, they're cut slicing her hip open pulling this stuff out and of course cherry's right there Ugh. dr dev says cherry won't let anyone be around dr dev without her so she's mm-hmm. helping away um there was also another one that was amanda you're right and amanda had a great time and then there was joanne who got rid of the cysts with a stanley knife but then there was dr dev had another interesting woman i had to write down these quotes so Dr. Dev laughing away gets um, another... For some reason, he had a lot of middle-aged women. I don't know why. Anyway, they came... Maybe because that's Cherry won't allow the young women to come to Dr. Dev. Yeah, she screens people. Yeah. That's what it is. See? It all falls into place. So um, this woman comes in, and she's about to go to Glastonbury, the big, big music festival in England. And um, she has this big cyst that's like on her forehead above her left eye that she's had for like 11 years. And they had to yank, and when I say yank, I mean yank this out of her forehead. It would not leave. And you see him, literally, I was waiting for Dr. Dev to put his foot, like, up against the bed for leverage to just pull (laughs) this shit out of her forehead. But Cherry's right by his side helping her. And these are the... This is the kind of stuff that she's saying to the patient. They talk constantly as well. Dr. Dev's like, sorry, I do talk all the time. And they talk constantly to this patient. And and Cherry, who's supposed to be there reassuring the patient, goes, okay, uh, blood is squishing now, my love. <laughs> and then she goes, uh, okay. And Dr. Dev's like, so who are you seeing at Glastonbury? And this woman's face is getting yanked from side to side and she's like um elo so then they had a whole laugh about how dr dev doesn't know who elo is and then she just keeps getting how are you feeling okay absolutely fine that's what she kept saying absolutely fine and i'm thinking no you're not (laughs) 
no you're not this it's just so fine um some of the classic cherry lines was were um once again obviously dr dev was um doing something i have a lot of dr dev notes i'm sorry Mm. but he was mm, interesting but he did he was so just questionable with a lot of stuff with cherry as well cherry cherry's lines they had someone um that he was working on on like his this guy's leg and cherry just goes i swear to god asking the patient do you feel him fiddling down there (laughs) (laughs) he's wiggling his fingers in your tummy (laughs) and cherry's just like i wish it was me like every time like dr dev is touching any of these patients she's just like god i hope i get some lipoma or cyst soon (laughs) squeeze me dr dev touch me dr dev (laughs) um so you just see a ton of people i mean really i think that's kind of where my my notes end there was dr emma who i thought was going to really take peakerism to another level there was cherry dr adil um who had this guy called gary who's real rough and tough and he comes in (laughs) and gary's gary comes up to russell with his bow tie and uh russell wanted to get a line in like he knew maybe he'd get a line or two in so he's like oh how many uh, lipomas do you have gary just goes loads of them (laughs) (laughs) loads and that's kind of all i have to be honest there was a lot of descaling of psoriasis as well which i i mean i'm sorry if you really are getting graced out listening to this but i have to i have to report you know it's our job here we have to report but that's kind of all the notes I have for it, to be honest, Kate. Same here. Same here. Well, this is the time that we give the show a rating. Every oh, every yes. episode, we after we talk about a show, we give it a rating on a mm-hmm. scale of 0 to 600. Yes. This is not arbitrary. This is based mm-hmm. on my 600-pound life. That's where I pulled that number. It gives mm-hmm. us a wide, gives us a nice wide range so we can yes. get really specific and scientific yes with our ratings so absolutely what did you rate when skin goes wrong (sighs) kate let's get when skin goes wrong when skin goes wrong is it 3 a.m and you're wasted from the pub but you want to watch something to go to sleep to when skin goes wrong (laughs) i i gave it you know what i did learn a lot so i gave it 450 pounds of learning i learned i did i learned that none of these people are probably doctors i learned what pickerism was i learned that dr emma is on her way to the higher spectrum of pickerism i learned that a lymphoma is a dome looks like a dome and is very spongy and a cyst is a hard like thing on your body um and I learned that Cherry would take a bullet for Dr. Dev. I learned that Dr. Dev doesn't know who ELO are. And I learned from you just now that Dr. Natalia grew up in Boston. So there you go. 450 pounds of learning. Wow. Yep. <laughs> learned a lot. That's a good rating. Yep. It's a high one. What about you, okay. Kate? I rated this a lot lower (laughs) (laughs) go on i rated this 
47 pounds of learning. Excuse me? Yeah, I just, I've, we already, I saw this. Save my skin. Well, I was like, I was like, I know what a lipoma is. I know what a blackhead is. I know what a cyst is. I know it. I was like, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. You know what? It's probably because you actually paid attention to the um, to the first show. I skimmed that one. You did know because you, you and remember you had already researched about your future career. Right, learned a lot. So that one, I'm sure, if we went back, had a higher number. So this was just like this was first year medical school. You already knew it all, Kate. Mm-hmm yeah okay been there done that yeah Yeah. been there done that all right so let's move on by the way we cannot have another how many more shows are going to be that's going to be set in harley street a dermatologist that can't please i mean quite the trend yeah i I feel like these people just watched save my skin and they were like well we can do that let's start (laughs) up our (laughs) let's get on tlc mate they literally go in like i've got an idea for a show (laughs) (laughs) what oh oh what is it well, you know, Save My Skin. Oh, yeah, it's super popular. It's really good. How about we just change the name of it? And then we have a new show. Excellent. Let's do it. Um, okay, so we should now go on to our second show that we picked from the Wheel of Shame um, last week, which was I Am Jazz. So TLC describes this as when Jazz Jennings was two years old, she asked her mother when a fairy was going to change her from a boy to a girl. Now 14 and nine years removed from the beginning of her transition, Jazz is a transgendered young woman with a unique perspective and some unexpected daily experiences. Parents Greg and Jeanette, who have always supported Jazz, now worry about what's next as she enters adolescence. Sister Ari and twin brothers Griffin and Sander sta- we'll get into that stand by their little sister and guide her as she begins her high school years now Kate how many seasons were there of this seven <sighs> seven seasons I mean do you want to just dive in I mean I it was a lot for me Kate it was a lot I mean even the pilot episode had so much packed into it. I, I had to take a minute. <laughs> Just... So first of all, had you heard of Jazz Jennings before you watched this? Yes, I had. I had. Okay. I, th- I had definitely seen probably a trailer for the show. I'd never watched the show, but I was aware that there was a TLC show about called I Am Jazz. Um about her journey and that was it really that's it i've watched it oh okay so when we first picked this show i was like i have no idea who this is but then once i started researching her i realized that i had heard of her okay and she is she has done a lot she's really famous and it all started with this 2020 interview with barbara walters when she was seven years old in 2007 she was born in 2000 and barbara walters went to her house and Mm -hmm. talked to her about being transgender and this was 2007 you know it was a lot different even back then and um so this was a very big interview and Mm -hmm. then there's she went back and interviewed her again when she was 11. Okay. And I mean, I clicked on that YouTube video. It had like 13 million views. So sure. then 
she I mean she's been on TV she's been in movies she mm-hmm. was in the Pride Parade she mm-hmm. wrote a memoir yep she's been in clean and clear commercials and yeah you know she's, she's, she's very well known no hate campaign there's a doll made after her she's a voiceover artist like so I didn't realize that when I first when I was watching it and then I went back and I was like wait who is this and I I found mm-hmm. all that out so okay. that gives a lot more context to this show I feel like okay okay because as, as I was watching it, I was like wow this family is really all about jazz like yeah it is I mean it's I didn't know any of that because obviously I don't do any research but you do um I I knew that she was very very well known and then looking at the length of this show and how long it's gone on I mean the girl as you say she's she's 22 now and it was you meet her um when she's I don't know what age we meet her at what's she like 30 14 maybe yeah 14 15 and you know she's a fantastic example I mean a family she's the amount I wish obviously I wish everybody could have a a supportive family like her but as as you say Kate it is all about um jazz and they supported her um for a very very young age understanding that she was female um she was assigned male at birth um but she was female and they intervened very early and I think that makes sense why Barbara Walters would interview her because at that point and probably still now there's controversy with the testosterone blockers you see she was put on a lot of part a lot of this seven seasons and so many of these seasons is about the fact that um you know she has a blocker that stops the testosterone so she essentially they 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 went in early and said we're not going to allow her to go through male puberty because that would be extremely disturbing for her because she's female and let's just stop this so we can start getting her on the path of future you know um gender confirmation surgeries and things like that so that i think i don't know was that mentioned a lot in the interviews did you watch the interviews bar alters um they hadn't talked they didn't actually talk about that too much oh okay okay but I, I, I mean, I think it was, if you're going back, yeah, 2007, I mean, for sh- such a young child and she, as I'm sure all transgendered um, individuals do know that early. And I think that they would bring a lot of light to it of, of, of these children are telling you, um, you know, what they need and who they are. And this is how we dealt with that. So it was you know for tlc to be the learning channel i start watching this and i'm like this is it this is the type of stuff that you do learn from you are finding out this girl's and her entire family's process and and then it got more i mean i don't know about you seven seasons right and Mm. i just feel like i know i know i probably repeat myself every time you record this but the spreading of so many episodes and so many seasons of just a lot of stuff that can be wrapped up in like five specials. Yes. It's just a lot, okay? It was a lot. It to was watch. a lot of Repetition. the same theme yeah. just being I know splashed in your face over and over and I don't know about you I kind of made notes like per season and the first season that we watched I think it should have just been named 
uh, boys and teenage girls are bitches because the entire first season is about because you're in it and you're like oh this is going to be very interesting I want to know kind of about you know the the parents realization and how they perhaps told their family members and how because she has like three siblings like how that went about and no it's just constantly about the first season is about jazz finding a boyfriend and how she interacts with boys and all her teenage it just reminds me i went to an all-girls convent school in england so i can handle any bitch that wants to come for me because (laughs) when you go to an all-girls private school you can handle girls um but because you have to but it just reminds me of how horrendous teenage girls are oh they were horrible awful to each other like jazz wasn't nice either she was like there was one scene where she sat around and they're kind of introducing her with her female friends and jazz is saying it's just all about boys this into every single episode in this first season is like well jazz doesn't know how to talk to boys and jazz wants to see boys and jazz doesn't get attention from boys and jazz doesn't, is it uh, all right we kind of got it but what else is going on she's 14 years old let's talk about other stuff than that and she sat in her bed with like her girlfriends and she's going yeah boys don't pay me any attention obviously that's an issue because she gets a lot of discrimination but then one of the one of the she goes to one of the friends i'm looking at like we are on video right now and i'm looking at kate's reaction i think she knows what i'm gonna say she goes yeah i don't get any attention i mean even you get attention to one (laughs) of her friends did you notice that i was laughing at something else oh i was like what a goddamn bitch she's like yeah even you get attention from boys this poor girl who's just there in tlc like shoves a camera in her face horrible and then the other i was laughing because the other girl goes well i don't they they're always downplaying her struggle her friends they're like well i don't know if it's about that and the girl go the other girl goes yeah i mean boys just want boobs and butt like they don't care I, i just I mean, I, it was all, I, what I wanted to do after watching that is I felt I wanted to go and have a sleepover and watch the craft and practice witchcraft. Like the stuff that you do as a teenage girl, it kind of got me back to that. These girls were talking about, I don't remember ever saying, oh, boys love boobs and butts. And I never remember, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't remember looking at my top, down my top and being like, am I getting boobs? I was never concerned with all of that. Oh, I was. I was. Oh, really? I yeah, was I never constantly was. wishing for big boobies. Really? My, and my friends would tease me and say I was the president of the itty bitty titty committee. <gasps> and Kate, I will find them and I will beat them all up for you. Well, I promise you. jokes on them because my boobs did grow in. I just had to gain a lot of weight, so <laughs> suck it, yeah, bitches. <laughs> um, but it, I guess it was it was just like harking back a little bit to me thinking, yeah, as teenage girls, we're all kind of bitches. Got it. And then just the bo- the obsession with boys. Look, that was real. I mean, we our school was in a hill, right, on the top of a hill, and at the bottom of the hill was the boys' school um (laughs) and yeah we would always be obsessed with going to the bus stop after school and then the boys from the boys school would come and we come down our unit like i remember being boy crazy trust me i remember the teenage girl but but i just felt like tlc why is this first season about her parents obsessed with like she's talked to boy i didn't get it show this show is interesting to me because 
it had these very, very real raw moments. And I'm yes. not saying at all yes. that this family is fake or nope. whatever, nope. but the show is very produced. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It, it I, I feel as though... I'd be very interested to know how this family feels after all these years of filming. If they feel like... Do you remember, and I don't know if this is on the Wheel of Shame, but it must be on the Wheel of Shame, um, Big People, Little World. Mm-hmm. It's one of TLC's biggest. It's about a little family. There's there's children that are average size and that. And th- that went on for like, it filmed their entire childhood. Yeah. And then one of the kids came out and was like, uh, it was horrendous for me. My parents stole my money or I never got money. Everything was <gasps> produced. I was forced to be on film. And then there was something about a producer in inappropriate behavior. Like it like ruined th- this kid was like, there's so much when we get on, that's one that has to be like one episode. Cause there is a lot that went on with that show. And I used to watch that. Um, and then they ended up getting wow. divorced. You thought they had this perfect family. It was really weird. Anyway, they re- a lot of the, the children have come out and said it was horrendous. And I just would love to know if this is is this still going on? By the way, this show, I am Jazz. Yes. Well, okay. Uh, I think season seven came out fairly recently, and okay. then they're they're probably filming season eight right now, maybe. Got it. But it'd be very interesting to see his family because you're right. There are scenes that you just think it, it was Let always. Te- te- I yeah, go to, ahead. I, go ahead. I wrote down this is everything that happened in the pilot episode. In the okay. pilot. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't just hi. This is us. This is our family. Mm-hmm. They jammed all of this in. Okay. okay. She that you do meet the family. Yeah. And they, they talk about, oh, we've always accepted jazz, which is great, right? Mm-hmm. And then her and her mom go to a lunch, mm-hmm. and this random passerby goes, I'm not going to say it, of course, no. but he's like, hey, hey, jazz, and then calls her the T word. Yep. And you're like, who the fuck was that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I know it what you're just. Doing. I'm sorry, it it sound it felt set up. I'm sorry. It felt completely set up. And then they have the grandparents over to dinner. (laughs) The grandparents. Yeah. Our characters. But and the and then you have this big sleepover where the girls are talking about boobs and butt. And and every scene is it feels kind of scripted, you know. She's Mm -hmm. sitting there with her friends and she's like, Well, I feel this way because of this. And they're like, No, da 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 da. And then they go to a doctor's appointment to discuss mm-hmm. her estrogen levels and um, present the idea of getting gender-affirming surgery. And then the mom has a breakdown to the dad about all the stress of it. And mm-hmm. this is one episode, all of that. So it's it's mm. a lot of scenes that they set up to make you feel a type of way. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. And then what they go on to for the next seven years is produce these seasons that are kind of full of nothing. Well, they're not full of nothing. That's incorrect. They they are full of there's this substance that doesn't need to be spread over 15 episodes each season. That's what they do. Well, it made me feel bad for her because she has to keep repeating herself about everything. And like the let's go let's go on so that's season one that was season one right so you go so it's basically i said it should just it's about her and her friendship 
group and her being 14 and the talking about night. boys and just boys 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 and then second season we meet noelle uh which was a heartbreaking story as well noelle was a um is a transgendered girl um that had recently i believe come out and um she you could it, it was a person on screen that you could feel her pain like i could feel this girl's pain and she was you know a football she was on the football um team and she was this you know all-american guy um and but she wasn't she's a girl and so she had to come out and it was very hard for her and she was meeting jazz who had you know jazz and she says herself she was very lucky she had a very very supportive family that had put her on this um testosterone blocker so young like i say she never went through male puberty so her voice didn't drop you know she didn't get any of those things and noelle did so you see differences and noelle is just overcoming you know talking about the bullying and her, her it was it was very very hard but i think noelle was a very important character to bring in and it was really interesting meeting her but mm-hmm. you felt you just felt her pain you really really did as she spoke that's something the show did nicely was yeah uplift voices of those around them and people in their yeah. community that was really yeah. nice um we haven't really spoken to break down the family you know who when you, to our listeners you have obviously jazz the parents are called greg and Jeanette, and then you have the and the eldest daughter ari who by the end of the season is getting her phd they're all very very intelligent mm-hmm. um a very intelligent family she's getting a phd and then you have twins and their names <laughs> i know i go look i know it's a running theme but i don't understand some of the names in america and i get it listeners in america are gonna say well you know what i don't understand british dentistry so whatever we can go tit for tat but i don't understand the names of the twins are griffin and sander now it's not zander as an alexander it's i mean if i was english i'd say it was sander it's s-a-n-d-e-r and griffin do they say it's Sander? They say it's so hard. My accent, you see, I, I I hear her calling him Sander. No, Sand. That sounds British. <laughs> I can't do it. I feel like no. American is Sander. <laughs> that's what they call it. Yeah, that's what they call it. But it's my accent that makes it sound like that. But it's Sander. Yeah, Sander. that's what they call. Yeah, but it's usually like an X A N D E R, like Alexander. Yeah. But anyway. So that's something. So they're twins. They're, they're, the siblings are very, very close. Um, but in season two, you see that um, Sander um, or Sander or San, Sand, oh, Sand one of the boy. twins, <laughs> twin boy, has um, they were he was going to go to university, hopefully on a football scholarship, and he has this major injury. And he's super, super angry with his mum because the mum was with Jazz for like a doctor's, no, photo shoot, photo shoot. And you can see that there's got to be, that there's this underlying like animosity because Jazz has always been the center of everything in mm-hmm. the family. Very true. Yeah. Um, and 
you know you do in this you do start getting they obviously are more exposed they've had a first season out and they play the most just horrendous voicemails from some stalker that they had some bigot some you just you listen to it and i think that unless you have not been a victim of a hate crime you which you know knock on wood touch wood i'm very lucky that i haven't you don't understand that people can be so cruel i mean this this is a 14 15 year old girl and this adult male has found out their home phone number to call and to leave messages that were so obscene and disgusting to talk about jazz in the worst ways you possibly could and you just think who are these people do that it's so sick it is you just think you're an adult and you think there's there's some parts of it that you go you know if a child uses the t word towards her it's disgusting and gross but perhaps they haven't they're ignorant and they haven't had that learning experience but for an adult man to find their phone number and leave the type of stuff he was saying it's gross so you see that a couple of times she has this stalker which is super scary and disgusting and you just can't believe that people do it it's she deals with a lot yeah yeah she really really does so what else goes on in these seasons Uh, kate breast breast surgery breast implant does that happen she didn't get top surgery or she didn't end up getting bottom surgery right 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 yeah um so i mean third season i just had written down dates again it was about her going on dates hate calls and she had a lot of that i mean there was just a there's a lot obviously of huge substance and huge worth in this Mm -hmm. but they just the repetition was a lot and at the beginning this is why i don't understand as well at the beginning of these shows they show everything that's gonna happen like coming uh or in this episode and they show everything that's gonna happen yeah in the episode so you're just kind of like oh Oh, okay. Um, I, know, I mean, I noticed that too. I'd be like, I feel like I already watched this. I'm yeah, like, so it's oh, great already- for us. Yeah. It's, you know, the, the only reason TLC does this is for people like Kate and I who have a podcast <laughs> reviewing skimmers. TLC shows to just skim. But I mean, what else do you kind of want to pick up? I mean, you, you do see her go through bottom surgery, which was very, very interesting. And it was talking, you know, so much there's a lot of dichotomy with jazz as well and they do go into this you know she comes she's very eloquent she's a very very intelligent woman um she gets accepted to harvard um for university valedictorian yeah just very very smart woman and she um you know speaks to her parents so eloquently and confidently about very very personal things and she does to Mm -hmm. a lot of people so you look at her you think she's confidence this girl has is wonderful and you feel that's because you know she had such a supportive family and all of this but she suffers from deep deep depression as well mm-hmm. um and that kind of comes in in the f- i guess fourth fifth i stopped making notes to be honest but about yeah, those kind of seasons she really she graduates high school so you see on this whole path and you you start when she's the the whole uh, season starts when she's going into high school she finishes high school she's accepted to harvard and she just completely has a breakdown essentially um 
she can't really cope with uh, maybe it's the pressure there's a lot of things going on um and it, it's you think oh okay that's there's all so much stuff going on underneath and then the weight gain happens right so that's the start of season seven the latest mm. season so this is i watched more of season seven than the middle seasons to be honest yeah, so I was like I want to yeah. see where she's at now exactly exactly so it's we start off the season and the first episode is called my 234 pound life and the producers are talking to jazz and they're like so what happened since the last time we saw you and you see jazz and mm-hmm. she's much heavier mm-hmm. and she talks about the depression and how she wasn't feeling well mentally. And so she didn't go to Harvard yet. She took a break mm-hmm. to work on her mental health. And right. she said that last season she wasn't really eating because she was so anxious. Mm-hmm. And then in the time since they last filmed, she has turned to food as a comfort. And now it's right. become an addiction. And she gained 100 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And her weight is pretty much the main theme of this entire season. It is. It is, which I th- I think they handle well because what they start exploring is this the grandparents which we haven't spoken a lot about, but they they're an interesting they're an interesting it's the mother's parents and the mother's the mother's her, her uh, maternal grandfather was uh, a doctor they retired. And the real New Yorkers moved they, she's based in Florida and they come to Florida. Um but you discover that the grandmother, who is about 80 or 81 in this, um, who who dresses, loves off the shoulder. She loves her bell bottoms. Like, she dresses. She is snazzy. Yeah. Snazzy. Um, she starts telling this story to Jazz because Jazz is miserable. She says, I'm trapped in my body. I mean, she's a short girl as well. I think she's only like five foot two or three. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was about... 235 pounds and she says i just feel trapped in my body do you have any weight issues she's asking her grandmother and her grandmother's tiny and she said i did she said i was given i was constantly told i was a fat pig by my mother and i was put on uppers um they were diet pills then which were it was basically speed back then so she was put on like speed um for a really really long time and she goes i didn't realize i was a drug addict so you get this massive revelation and then you find out her mother also says i weigh my t- myself every single time i use a bathroom so you have all these underlying issues of these women with weight weight issues and um that was very interesting i liked this bit too mm. seeing the generations connect with each other on these issues yeah because yeah with this gram with her grandparents they she you, she clearly looks up to them so much all the kids do and they're a huge part of their grandkids lives i mean they're always around yeah and they're also really accepting and Mm -hmm. i remember Mm -hmm. in one of the interviews the grandparents are saying we do not comment on her weight gain we don't want her to feel yes alienated or judged but Mm then (laughs) grandpa Uh, grandpa slow it down a little they go on a boat ride right before she's going off to harvard and the grand they're kind of chit-chatting and she's saying how excited she is to go and you know change her life up and everything and the grandpa's like all right all right well what about the weight <laughs> you just 
you gotta lose the weight and he and she's like yeah yeah i'm really hopeful i will and he he's like are you going to do it though you say you are and her Mm. whole family is really on her about this her siblings Mm. do this plan one of them is in charge of her nutrition and one of them's in charge of her exercise because they're all home because of the pandemic and everything right right and they're on her about too much butter on her toast Mm -hmm. or whatever it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot i i was by the end of it i was Mm. like i would be dying to get out of that house and go to I know. and that was the last kind of scene that we saw as she she goes off to harvard i've no idea kate you are the journalist in the group here i mean do you know i mean it, where is she now i haven't looked at her social media or anything is she in harvard and she's did she lose weight because i remember seeing her she was on like people magazine or something i remember seeing that online that she right. was doing like i've got fat and i need to lose the weight um well, and that scene with the brothers taking her before photo, that was weird. Yeah. I was like, ugh. These brothers were interesting. They, they were. <laughs> so, the, yeah, the one brother, yeah. he's really big on TikTok, I guess. And he... Um, Follow us on TikTok at... Um, <laughs> Tender Loving <laughs> Care Pod. Tender Loving Care Pod. <laughs> Just a little out there. <laughs> Um, and he is always people are always asking if he's gay and he's mm, he's this he's really advocate, he's a yeah. really enthusiastic ally which is so nice and yeah yeah absolutely um, but yeah i didn't really know i presume then this was filmed last year 2021 as she was going to university so she's probably been been there since last autumn i guess when she would start university yeah I think that's what it is. But I don't know if she lost the weight, but I know she was like on the cover of People or something just in a sports bra being, you know, showing how much weight she'd gained and that she wanted to lose weight. She's still working on it. I'm on her Instagram now. She has over a million followers. Um, Yeah. It's it's her and her family. I mean, her and her family Mm. are so close. They really are. They really are. It was just... um, the, the, did you notice as well the father was very involved um the first couple of seasons but the last season i don't think i even heard him speak did you notice that like yeah, I he was like on the sidelines yeah really on the sidelines and once again as you know i always want to know how these tlc people end up with these big houses i mean it is florida but um what did he do do you know no i don't no because he seemed to always be at home and i'm like okay they're not just filming on the weekends but i don't know yeah she's Um, still at harvard she's still at harvard oh she is she's playing club sports lacrosse great Hmm. so she's at harvard okay cool um so yeah i mean i i don't really know it was something that i expected i would have a lot more notes on and i just don't really i definitely learned a lot and i liked a lot of the side characters that were coming in i do feel like towards the end tlc was just like let's shine a light on other people that are in jazz's position which is Mm -hmm. great but then just stop the show like just stop you know they were really really just i think they should end it too i'm glad it exists and her and her family are so great and Mm -hmm. everything like that but she has been in the spotlight since she was a small child. I think 
they should not be pushing her to be so public and yeah she should just go off and be a young adult and do her thing and make mistakes and you know because mm. her parents are kind of helicopter parents i mean they oh my god remember the boy what happened with that boyfriend that came in that i didn't trust that was a weird guy that was like i don't kiss what was oh. his name amir it was it was it amir Oh, I don't I feel know. Like it was Amir. It was this really weird season where she's this boyfriend that she met. She just had bottom surgery, and she was in uh, Pennsylvania. She was in Philadelphia. No, she was in New York, and he was in Philadelphia. And he, and there's something underlying. And Kate, with your research skills, I hope that you sh- you've got to find this out because she said i have a she announced her family i have a boyfriend and they're like okay who is this she goes well he originally messaged my brother and they were like okay well how did he find out about you and it was like i think there was something tlc was hiding because they kept going around this issue of like this random guy in philadelphia who was 19 who didn't have a job wasn't at university and claimed he quote wanted to be the president and said, but I don't need any education for that. I can oh. just tell them how to rule the world. It was embarrassing. This guy was 19 years old. He apparently claims he was shown a video of Jazz on YouTube, had no idea who she was. And he then, first of all, messaged her brother. And he never responded. So then he emailed her. And Jazz was literally just had bottom surgery, responds to him. And they meet up. And she's still like in a wheelchair from surgery. And she's like, I have a boyfriend. And then he comes up, visits them. And there's something really dodgy about him. And then he kind of disappeared. Amir, and I don't know Amir whatever. Steward? I don't know. I know his name was Amir. And his mother was very transphobic. I know that. And there was a phone conversation that Jazz Jazz was like, I just need to talk to your mother. I just need to talk to your mother. And she comes on the phone and she's, she's definitely transphobic. And she goes, but you need to know about him too. And it was like hinting that he was, there was something about him. I don't know. I didn't, I guess I didn't pay enough attention. I didn't do any research afterwards. But then he vanished. But she was like, this is the love of my life. Like, I mean, he's amazing. And she goes, I don't know how to kiss. Am I kissing okay? And he goes, I don't like to kiss with tongues. A 19-year-old boy. Hmm. Yeah, it was, there was something really sus about it all. But as usual, I couldn't be bothered to find out what it was. I just went on to the next episode here's so here there's an article on heavy.com jazz jennings friends are concerned about boyfriend amir yeah and he's like 19 jobless not in not in university and he's just has these really awkward interactions with the friends he's like i want to be president and jazz is like oh my god he's he's so ambitious Uh, and they're like uh well you need to probably get more than a high school diploma if you want to be president he's like no i don't he's like i can just you know i can i have these ideas in my like it was like talking to a child it was really weird he gave me bad bad vibes and also this is how you know he's he's not a good person they went to new york and he's like uh new york is like uh new york's horrible like there's just dirty pigeons everywhere i don't like new york okay if you didn't like new york i don't like you let's just say that <laughs> No one can dislike New York. It's one of the greatest cities in the entire world. So shut up. The side character that I really loved, though, was in the, the cat. La- <laughs> the pool toys. Wow. 
Noah. I liked Noah. Hey, what's Noah? So in the last season, she gets this internship working at her pla- her plastic surgeon's yes. practice. The Irish woman, yeah. Yes, and the surgeon likes having her there because she can speak from a personal perspective mm-hmm. to the patients, and she meets this trans guy, um, and her whole family kind of takes him in because... Oh, the blonde guy. Yeah, the blonde had guy. had top surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good looking. And he gets engaged to the plastic yes. surgeon's sister. That's the connect. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him. He was and cute. Yeah. They have an engagement party for them, and they get yes. his mom to come. And yes. that's when I... I almost cried. That was really touching. Uh, that was touching. Yeah, she was. It was very nice because Noah had had been through a lot and didn't have these siblings' support and didn't have a lot of support. And oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. That was the last season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know yeah. anything. It was just it, it. It fell flat. It was like a deflate, deflated balloon. I thought there was gonna gonna be like a lot more to talk about and for us to dive into but i just felt like you tried i felt like that's how it was is with i am jazz it's like tlc you tried mm-hmm. there were things that we were good at but the majority of it was just fluff there was a lot of fluff like this should fluff. have been two seasons or two specials or three seasons but with like intense go like i never even heard about her story as a youth really they touch on it but they never go into depth about telling the parents or telling the rest of the family how did the siblings react we never knew about any of that they really just grazed over that they didn't talk about her fame as a child no in the first episode i would have thought they would have brought all that stuff up but oh my Mm. god but remember that crazy part where she goes on some show tom Tommy Lawrence, Tommy Lawrence show, and she has to debate her. Don't that woman is vile. She makes my skin crawl. It's she is so nasty. She's just a nasty, mean, terrible person. She's just a terrible person. I mean, that really speaks to Jazz's ability to hold her own and For speak sure. well, and she she debates with tommy lauren it's I know. it's wild so it yeah that was that show yeah i, I mean yeah so I, I i don't know i feel like you're kind of the same as me i mean what did you give it for pounds of learning kate i gave it 380 so, uh, you gave it 380 what did i give i mean i was kind of generous to be honest looking at it yeah. now i gave it 435 but i mean it's just it was i i just feel like there was too too much of too little let's say that there was too much of too little and I don't really want to talk about it anymore, do you? No. Okay, good. <laughs> so let's move swiftly on. Let's spin that wheel. All right. I think we're at the time, guys, to go to our wheel of shame. So, Kate, you know, I just want to take a second here. Let's manifest a little bit. Take a second. What would you like to see, Kate? Because we've had, you know, we've had a skin one that was kind of like we've had before. Jazz, there was a ton of episodes. Ideally, what would you like the wheel of shame to give us tonight? I want a hoarder or okay. someone that has a lot of mental <laughs> mental, illness. mental illness you want a lot of mental illness in the next show yes, yes. got it yes i would like mental illness but in the form of darcy like okay. i wouldn't mind a little bit of lightness i would like a 
a 90 day or a I think there's so many of those 90 day stuff like a or maybe a one-off special I wouldn't mind a one-off special about some I'm gonna go back to 80 pound groin but you know what I'm also <laughs> I'm also on the first season I told you I on the first season on the first episode I need Alaskan women looking for love oh. that's my show like when we get to that Kate I'm ve- I'm so excited. For Alaskan Will that be a whole episode, do you think? Or no? I don't I don't even know how many episodes there are of it, so I don't know if there's enough to like fill right. a whole episode. But let's just get to it. Let's yes. go to the Wheel of Shame. Okay, Spin so Wheel it. of Shame for the we'll say a little prayer to the gods of the Wheel of Shame. Give us something. Come on. Get, and I have added a thousand pound best friends as well. That's that oh, new good. show. So all right, you ready to spin? Spin it, baby. All right, it's spinning. Come on, give us something good, Will of Shame. Give us something light. I need something light, bright, frivolous, and not gross either. Not about pus. Oh my god! Oh my- <gasps> Is it Darcy? The man, the man with the eighty-pound coin. <gasps> oh yes! Oh my gosh! When I tell you all that I am a bruja, I am a white witch. It is true. It is. I so I can even. T- I'm going to even take a photo of this on my phone right now to show you that the wheel of shame has just given us the man with the eighty pound groin. Kate, what was I seeing to you before we even started filming or recording tonight? I you manifest said- that shit. You said this now. The only thing I'm a bit nervous about. Can you quickly go and check it's on there, Kate? Check we can watch okay. it, please. Okay. Oh my god, Kate, we have her. We, I have been saying for like three weeks, the man with the 80 pound groin. I just, uh, you know. Oh my god. Okay, sorry, photos came up. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to be rude. Okay. Uh, I have, I've waited. Wow. And I think it's a, a one off as well, so we don't need to sit through a ton of shit. But I just want to make sure we're able to watch it because. My devastation. I, I can't. I can't go through that gate. It can't has go to be on Discovery Plus. <sighs> Let's have a look. Um, it's man. What's the full title? Is it man? The with man it? with the eighty-pound groin. Is it on there? TV Guide. <laughs> Come on. The man. Let me see here, because guys, oh, come on, please be on here. The oh, I man. think it's on Apple TV. I'll pay for it. Who? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm paying for this. I mean, I need to watch Katie. Um, it's not on. It's not on where we watch all of our um, shit. Wait, I think it might be on Hulu. On really? That's what the internet's telling me. Okay, Kate. Oh fuck! I can't look. We've look, we're gonna find it. We can't. We can't like spin again. This has. We'll to go be... to the dark web if we have to. We'll go to the dark web. We'll get some meth and weapons, and we'll purchase the man with the eighty pound groin. Um, do I spin again for our next show, or are we like? Can we find this, Kate? I mean, is maybe it's on YouTube? I bet it's like on YouTube, right? It's on. <sighs> I'm fairly. It's either on Hulu or I think we can find it. Okay. All right. So, guys, that's it. You have your first, and it's a one-off as well. The man, the one that I have been waiting for, and Kate has as well. The man with the eighty-pound groin. 
And you know what? I'm just going to throw this out there. I think I've already watched it. I think <laughs> it is actually, I'm not kidding. It's a guy that I think I've seen it. It's really early 2000s as well. So we've got a lot to talk about with that. I think it's an early 2000s. Um, I think I know what it's like. But look, let's move on. I'm going to remove it from the Wheel of Shame because we're going to watch it. Right, Kate? Yes. Man with the 80-pound groin. So let's go on to our next one. Can you imagine if this is Alaskan women looking for... Then there's, then there's spooky stuff going on. All right, I'm going to spin the wheel. You ready? Spin it. Spin it. All right. Yeah, can you... That would be... That would be... I will. All right, we have... Oh, okay. This is interesting. I'm glad this is kind of a good one. Breaking Amish. Ooh, okay. Now, I've actually watched quite a lot of this this is i think if it's the one i'm thinking about where they have the gut they have a lot of them we actually referenced this in our last episode because there's a t- remember when we read that um article in our last episode about stuff that's all fake yeah yeah this is yeah now there's a lot of seasons of this but it's actually because i'm obsessed with the amish obsessed with the amish and um your home state i have seen them in your home state in iowa mm-hmm. um but um, I'm obsessed with their lifestyle and learning more about them. And I, so I watched this show and then we found out what was going on behind the scenes. So if it's the same show, which I think it is, Breaking Amish, I think it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we have a lot to talk about on this. But it's a t- we, need to get, we need to start watching it tonight because I think there's a ton of episodes. Oh my God. So guys, we have two shows. I think The Wheel of Shame did us very well. I think it, it served us so well. We got Man with the 80 pound groin and breaking amish now breaking amish is a big one for trc as well it is it's a nice contrast between types of people (sighs) what are we gonna i mean your shock and horror when you googled it's something to behold (laughs) and you know what i think i've already seen it so i'm happy to look at it again and i do believe i just remember him being in an apartment in his jeans and i was what i do think i've watched this with my friend katie in england shout out Kate K um and we were just like take off your jeans like we want to see it we want to see it and they like tease you for ages like before okay well that may have been something else we we're watching I don't know but okay we have our two shows for next week then so we have yes. Breaking Amish with Man with the 80 pound groin and we are dedicated we're gonna find that somewhere Kate whatever we have to do if we have to go to the like you say the the dark web we will find Man with the 80 pound groin um all time right to, so before we, yes it's time to what kate to pluggy plug plug pluggy plug 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 um we have social media please go and follow us um oh, that's, that sounds quite desperate please go and follow us um <laughs> if you'd like we are on instagram and tiktok <laughs> at tender loving care pod and we're also on twitter at tlc poddy agents in the field we need you as kate and i um have have made a call to action before we want to hear from anyone that has worked on a tlc show that has been on a tlc show that has behind the scenes info anything to a tlc show we want to hear from you we want an agent in the field send us your information we will love to retell it um on the podcast all anonymously of course please email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com kate what would you like to plug this week 
I would like to plug my other podcast where I also talk about TV. I uh, it's called Mostly Bravo. If you like Bravo shows, Housewives primarily, we yes, yes. my friend Bryce and I like to recap some of the shows that are on each week. And so go check that out anywhere you get podcasts and we are also on Instagram and TikTok at Mostly Bravo. Perfect. And my pluggy plug 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 is um, my uh, Instagram. If you go to a Brit in the sun, B-R-I-T in the sun, you'll see a ton of merch that I have created all based on my love for the glorious, unyielding, powerful, stunning stars of the real housewives multiple franchises um so go there check it out a brit in the sun on instagram um i think that wraps everything up thank you so much for listening you're awesome you're wonderful um kate and i have a lot of research to do we're going to track down this man with the 80 pound god oh oh, i hope he's not dead kate if you oh god fuck i hope he's not dead if it is we're going to dedicate next week's episode to the man with the 80 pound groin let's just say that now I have to go pop some pus, so I'm going to go. Oh, that's true. And I need to look into uh, finding out Dr. Dev's address. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.